What is up, everybody? This is Alex, and you are listening to the American Toffee Podcast. I'd love to start off by saying thank you so, so much for tuning in. Um, If, you know, we interact a lot on Reddit, on the Everton subreddit, um, you may know kind of my situation over the last couple months. Um, During the last semester, I guess January through the end of April, I was working full-time, trying to finish up uh, my undergraduate degree, on top of obviously balancing, you know, trying to uh, balance my social life. So I just ended up kind of dropping off the podcasting game while. Um, and I do absolutely regret it, um, but I'm very happy to be back this week. I graduated Saturday, started my job officially today. I'm feeling good about it. Unfortunately, um, I wasn't able to catch but the last 15 to 20 minutes of the match on Saturday due to graduation. Um, this is usually a very rare occurrence. I may miss one or two games a year, but that's about it. So I'm kind of upset. But um, based on everything I've seen on Reddit and all the all the all the reports I've read, I didn't miss a whole lot. And thankfully, I was there for the ending. So um, today it's going to probably be a shorter episode. Um, I'd like to go over. The result on Saturday, you know, what I kind of thought about it, um, what I could perceive just again from my 15 to 20 minutes of uh, the final part of the match. Um, I'd like to move into a news segment talking about news. Um, A couple pieces just on the Premier League in general, and then um, specifically Everton news. And then move on to transfer um, talk. Sunday, I mean, excuse me, summer transfer window talk. So Saturday... um, Tied 1-1 to Southampton at home, um, thanks to a 96th-minute deflected equalizer via Tom Davies. Um, and a side note here, shout-out to my girlfriend for surprising me with a Davies kit actually last week for graduation. So uh, for myself, it worked out, and coincidentally enough, um, I turned the match on with my grandparents, who also follow Everton, um, and my girlfriend in the room, and we were able to catch the equalizer. So that was a really um, special moment. For me specifically, I, I loved how that played out. Um, so, I guess past that, um, from the stats I've seen, I saw that we had 46% possession at home. Again, underline at home. Uh, furthermore, we only registered two shots on goal. Um, now, again, everything about this match comes with a caveat that is... You know, you're playing against a relegation candidate. Um, Now, you know, on paper, again, you can say, okay, well, Everton is a much better club than Southampton. On paper, our players should be, you know, blowing them out of the water, blah, blah, blah. But again, you have to look at the circumstances. And I think people underestimate uh, how big of a part mentality plays in sports, you know, specifically, obviously, um, soccer or football here. So... Everton sitting in 8th place. Uh, At this point, I'm going to go ahead and say it's impossible to move up into 7th. Again, I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think I saw about a week ago someone on Reddit, on the Everton subreddit, um, was talking about how, you know, we could still move to 7th if we won our last couple games and also had, like, a plus 12 differential or something ridiculous. I'm going to go ahead and say that it's impossible to move up to 7th. Furthermore, you know... If we move down to ninth, 
it also doesn't matter. We get nothing from it. So you have to think about our mentality, right? The players are simply playing for themselves, right? I want to be, I, Davey Klassen, or, you know, I, Tom Davies, want to be um, in the squad next season. And then you have to look on the other side, Southampton. Those players, A, want to be in the team next season. Uh, B, they want to stay in the league next season. And C, they want the paychecks that come with staying in the league next season. Um, so you have to understand that, again, mentality is a little bit different. I'm not making excuses for Everton, however, because regardless of, of um, mentality, Everton should be dominating possession at home against Southampton. I don't care what anyone says. But I just, you know, that's been on my mind the last couple days. Um, and I personally have very much... Uh, very much kind of downplayed that piece of it, specifically when you're playing um, teams fighting relegation towards the end of the season. So um, I guess I had a, a more clear picture because of the fact that I didn't really have to focus on Everton's situation as much, seeing as how we can't really do a whole lot. Um, now, what I will say, um, I was very happy to see Davies and Vlasic both get the start. Um, my opinion stands that, or it is essentially that young guys should be getting minutes, um, especially, I guess, as of right now, um, specifically for the last match this coming weekend on Sunday, I believe. Um, I don't I don't expect it would ever occur that, you know, Allardyce would start, you know, all five or six of, of the young guys that are on the first team squad list uh, next, next match. But... I'd like to see um, two or three of them playing. Uh, you know, maybe maybe see Benny start instead of Davies, and or maybe Benny start instead of Ghana. Let's say um, maybe John Joe Kenny out there for Seamus Coleman, um, just to give him some more minutes. He did a fantastic job this season. I think he's definitely one of the bright spots. Um, you know, just I, I would I would like to see them get some minutes. I do, however. Uh, maybe in an unpopular opinion, but I do appreciate how or that Sam Allardyce has been giving Vlasic and Class in a couple more minutes over the last couple weeks. Um, Vlasic more so, and from what I saw two weekends ago from him, he was okay. Nothing spectacular, but also at the same time, um, you know, when you look across the pitch at Balassi playing left wing. Uh, I don't know that you can complain a whole lot. Um, so I guess moving on to class in, I'm pretty sure he got about 15-ish minutes. I want to say he was subbed on around 80. Um, from what I saw, and again, I was somewhat distracted, family and stuff. Um, he looked okay in the limited time. Again, only 15 minutes or so. Um, I thought he was finding a little bit of space, um, Again, his style, as we've known, is very quick, one-touch, give-and-go type of football. Uh, and I saw, I think we saw a couple glances of that. I do think that he looked a little sluggish, which, again, comes with the fact that he's not been playing any first-team uh, football all season. Um, and also, I'll, I, I do think that it does very much show his lack of physicality. Um, which we, again, all pretty much knew was the issue in the first place. But I'm still holding out hope um, that possibly 
A, we absolutely get a new manager in over the summer, hopefully within the next month, and B, um, that we can kind of formulate a nice fluid attacking system that wouldn't necessarily require Klassen to um, play as physically as maybe Ghana or Schneiderlin might rely on. Um, I mean, again, it's the league itself, but there are plenty of players in the league that flourish some of the better players you know david silva um coutinho was here he played some of the times in in midfield and he did extremely well um i'm trying to think who else but a lot of fantastic players have played in the premier league with the exact same build probably even a little bit smaller than classen is and have have done completely fine so um i i think it just depends on this kind of system you implore so i'm really hoping that next season um he can work himself into the fold and, and we'll have a good system going. Uh, because on that note, um, I'm sure a lot of you have seen Ken Wright said, at, I want to say the Dixies, um, the award ceremony that the summer recruits will be here next season. So that's an interesting point, specifically with Sandro saying, you know, outright to the media, Spanish media, numerous times that he doesn't want to be here. But I guess that's for a different piece. So, I, and again, I apologize. I couldn't offer as much for the Saturday match because, you know, again, I couldn't cover very, or I couldn't catch very much. But hopefully I will be, well, let me rephrase that. I absolutely will be catching the match um, this coming weekend. So it should be good. So moving on to the news pieces. Um, again, a couple pieces from, uh, a couple notes from the league in general. So Arsene Wenger managed his last match at the Emirates over the weekend, and he was given a sending off. Um... I saw a couple people debating whether or not he could be our next manager, or, you know, if we would want him. I personally don't think it would be a very good idea. Um, again, very well-respected, fantastic manager during his time, but kind of the opposite direction I believe we should be aiming for. In other news, uh, Sir Alex Ferguson was in the hospital for emergency life-threatening surgery um, over the weekend, I believe, and... So I know um, Arsene Wenger during his speech at his at the Emirates. I want to say he started off immediately by just hoping or wishing uh, Sir Alex Ferguson a speedy recovery. So um, that was pretty classy. On to the Everton uh, news. Sure, all of us saw might have kind of kind of flew under the radar. Uh, Benny Beningami signs or signed a new deal through year 2022, and that's super exciting. Um, it always seems in my mind that uh, that we have guys sign new contracts new contracts during the worst periods, uh, which I find kind of funny, but um, that's fantastic news. Benny Benigami has, I think, a fantastic future. I can't imagine um, playing Benigami Davies and, you know, let's say a certain Kieran Dowell as a midfield trio one day. That would be absolutely fantastic, but... Uh, Probably high hopes for all three of them to make it long-term, such as that. But one can wish. Moving on, uh, Adamola Lookman scored two goals against Wolfburg, Wolfsburg over the uh, weekend. Um, the Leipzig president has been a fan of, of Adamola Lookman, and he has said in the past that he'd like to bring him there uh, permanently. Now, he said again when asked the question this weekend if uh, he would want um, to purchase Lookman. He said he'd love to keep him, um, but that 
it would be up to the Everton manager over the summer, whoever that may be. Uh, so I think it's very safe to say across the world that everyone's um, feeling confident that we'll have a new a new man in charge uh, in the coming, hopefully, weeks. Um, I pray that is so because I can't deal with this any longer. Morales' loan was cut short at Olympiacos. Um, it was terminated early due to poor performance. Um, in my opinion, I I do not think that's a reason to terminate a loan. I think uh, I think it has to do a big part in attitude. In my opinion, um, you know, poor performance occurs, but I've never, me personally, I've never seen where that's the main indicator for sending someone home only what two weeks early so it was definitely a statement to be made to himself um i know uh, maybe a month ago or so don't quote me he was fined by the president along with other players for poor performances um but you know we're no stranger to the man um i think we're really seeing him starting to spiral now and it really sucks to see because i always liked kevin morales he was actually one of my favorite players when I first started following Everton, um, and, you know, I always thought that he was, you know, he was very talented, obviously always spotty, but, um, he was, he was an exciting guy to watch, and, um, I think it's, I think it's very poor to see what's going on with him. I don't know where he's going to go next, because he's surely not going to be at Everton next season, I don't think. Anyway, moving on, last bit of news. Um, Fraser Hornby trained with, fir- trained with the first team this week, um, or I guess last week at this rate. Um, if you're not familiar, he's a pretty tall, strong, uh, prolific striker in the U23 setup. I haven't watched him play a whole lot. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he played uh, the last Europa League match, but I did stream a U23 match, I think, against Liverpool um maybe a week or two ago and it looked pretty good there too uh obviously didn't make didn't make the 18 but that's big news because that tells you that they're thoroughly evaluating who could be making the first team roster for next season and he's obviously in the mix if he's training with the first team so that could be interesting i personally doubt it you know we have dcl uh maybe if nias moves on he may move up but I think that would still be a stretch with only DCL as a, as, a, as a true backup. Now, moving on to the exciting stuff, transfer talk. <clears throat> so, we'll start with uh we'll start with kind of front of the office stuff and then move on to players. So, starting off, um last week I think May 1st reports came out that Fonseca turned down Everton's advances in favor of Arsenal, he, according to this report, I honestly couldn't even tell you who reported it, um, according to said report, um, he found out, or he heard that Arsenal were interested in him, and therefore declined Everton's advances, then comes out today, according to another report, you all know how it goes, um, that Arsenal want Luis Enrique, and I don't remember the other name, um, Maybe it was Mancini, and they do, but they do absolutely, they absolutely do not want Fonseca. So who knows what's going on there? Um, I'm personally still holding out hope, but we'll find out. 
t speaking of managers, um, Everton today are linked with Patrick Vieira um, from the MLS. I personally don't think it would be a good move at all. I don't think that it's um, even close to accurate from my understanding and my perception of the links. It was, you know, Patrick Vieira uh, was obviously involved in Ars with Arsenal. Uh, Moshiri has links with Arsenal, so therefore Everton is linked with Patrick Vieira. Um, I don't see it very realistic. Now, lastly, on the manager transfer talk, um, it appears possibly that West Brom are interested in securing the services of Sam Allardyce for next season. Um, I think it's been said before that he said he would never... Uh, he would never coach or manage in the championship. Um, with how big his head is, I could definitely see that as being true. So I don't know how that's going to work, but still a great link nonetheless. I'll pay him to. I'll pay you to take him off our hands. Um, lastly, on the front end, um, there are reports showing possibly Marcel Brands being announced as the Everton director of football this week. That would be super exciting, although I question it being this week as, you know, the season's not even over yet. I don't think that that's Everton fashion, um, announcing it before the season's over. So I doubt it, but I would be very excited if he was announced in general. Now, moving on to players. Um, ESPN about a week ago reported that Everton would be willing to sell Wayne Rooney in the summer, and I say that is absolutely garbage. There's no way... Everton would be willing to sell Wayne Rooney over the summer. He's still the top scorer, whether you like it or not. Yes, he's slowed, um, slowed down. You know, he's obviously past his prime, but that's not the point. The point is you need him in the locker room because he's obviously a leader. He knows how to win, right? He brings the winning mentality. Furthermore, he's obviously still got skill, right? And, you know, he understands that in his age, he's not going to be playing 90 minutes twice a week anymore so I just I don't think that that there's any truth in that whatsoever moving on and this is kind of based off of the Marcel Brands um, links Everton is linked with Herving Lozano he's a young pacey Mexican winger plays for PSV um, if you pay attention to international soccer you may know a little bit more about him than I assume most, as I don't know. Uh, I personally wouldn't expect a lot of people to pay attention to the Dutch league. But nonetheless, I want to say he's 20 or 21. Don't quote me. Um, scoring goals, fantastic player. A lot, of, a lot of people are very excited about him. So that would be an awesome signing for us. The only thing, my only reservation would be, you know, that he's, you know, he's going to be very low on the physicality end of things. Um, now, again, wingers don't matter as much, especially with how quick this guy is. Um, but, again, still things to consider. Coming from the Dutch League, uh, as we see, case in point, Davy Klassen, never guaranteed. So we'll see, but that could be very exciting. And last link I have for us over the last week is... Sheridan Shakiri is linked. Uh, Everton have the favored odds to sign him. Apparently he has about 13 million um, euro or pound. I don't remember which one. Um, 
release clause in his contract, which is what Stoke paid for him in 2015. And the only thing I have to say about that is, please, dear God, no. Um, his, I think I saw the statistic earlier, he scored 15 goals in the 90-something appearances he's had with Stoke, which is absolute garbage. Um, furthermore, the dude has an awful attitude, just absolutely cancer. And he does not embody the type of player that Everton should be signing. Furthermore, if I remember correctly, in 2015 when Stoke signed him, um, I'm, I would be very surprised if Everton weren't in the race. So there's a reason why he did not choose Everton in 2015, and there's a big reason or multiple reasons why Everton should not choose him in 2018. So I'd like to close out again by saying thank you so much um, I really appreciate you tuning in and having patience. Um, I know it's a shorter episode. I also know that it wasn't, uh, it wasn't full of information like I usually try to produce, but my girlfriend kind of pushed me to get back into it today specifically. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm really happy and excited to be uploading another episode. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Um, Again, I'd love to plug the Everton subreddit. If you haven't, I made a Reddit literally just to follow the Everton subreddit three or four, I think four years ago now. So if you don't have one, uh, make a Reddit account real quick and follow the Everton subreddit. Just type in up in the bar, search bar Everton, and you'll find it. There's over 10,000 um, subscribers in the group, and there's a lot of content posted, really great community. Um, I love interacting with everyone there. There the Everton subreddit is the number one reason why I started podcasting and continue to podcast. So I think, you know, if, if you're kind of like me and you don't have many friends or, or, um, colleagues that follow Everton specifically in the States, then it's a fantastic place to go and, and, you know, communicate and all that jazz. So again, thank you so much. I look forward to releasing another episode, uh, over the weekend. And I really appreciate it.